Hey Summoners, welcome to Project League, a podcast devoted to all things League of Legends. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who downloaded the first episode and gave it a listen. It truly is a great feeling to know that the work you put into something is being enjoyed by people. We received a lot of great feedback, and with those notes in mind, I'll be continuing to improve the podcast with every episode that we produce. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to plug our social medias really quick. Uh, We have an Instagram and Facebook account. If you liked the episode today or you thought that something could be improved, I'd love to hear from you. I'll have links to those accounts in the description of the podcast and look forward to hearing from you. With all that being said, we've got a lot to go over today, so cue the intro. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Condor of War. It's officially world season. Patch 10.19 is upon us and it's packed full of changes. These include plenty of buffs and nerfs to a wide range of champions, the second part of the PSYOP skin line, and even a new champion, Samira the Desert Rose. We'll have an update on our tier list for you from last episode factoring in all the changes of this patch, and it wouldn't be a tier list without a segment of Pick It or Ban It. I'll also be sharing with you my thoughts on Worlds for this year, and we'll go over all the news from Riot over the past week. Let's get into it. Patch 10.19 has been officially dubbed the Worlds Patch, and it's a big one. Let's start it off by unveiling Samira's new kit. Samira's passive is Daredevil Impulse, and it has three parts. The first part is Samira builds up combo charges, starting at rank E, going up to rank S, when she damages enemy champions with basic attacks or abilities. She gains movement speed per grade, she goes up as well. The second part is Samira can change between ranged attacks and melee attacks. Her melee attacks hit a little harder, dealing bonus damage based on missing health. The last part is when Samira auto-attacks an enemy that's hard CC'd, she knocks them up for 0.5 seconds and deals damage to them over 6 separate attacks. Samira's Q is called Flare. Samira fires her gun, dealing 0-20 to based on rank, plus 100% AD, and if the target's in melee range, she instead slashes them with her sword, dealing the same amount of damage. Both versions of the ability can critically strike the target for 25% bonus damage, and if Flare is used during Wild Rush, she'll strike all targets in her path upon completion. Samira's W is called Blade Whirl. When cast, Samira slashes in a circle, dealing 20-80 to based on rank, plus 80% AD damage to enemies in the radius. For one second, all enemy projectiles incoming are blocked. Then, after one second, Samira swings her blade again. This ability is basically Yasuo's wind wall with damage built in. Samira's E is Wild Rush. Samira dashes through an enemy when cast, hitting all enemies in her path, dealing 50-90, to plus 20% AD. Then, Samira gains attack speed for 3 seconds. If Samira kills an enemy... It fully refreshes Wild Rush's cooldown. And last but most certainly not least is her R, Inferno Trigger. Samira can only cast Inferno Trigger if her current style ranking is S. When cast, Samira files a wild fury of shots, shooting all enemies in the radius 10 times over 2 seconds. Each shot deals 10 to 30 based on rank, plus 80% AD, and each shot can apply lifesteal and critically strike. Samira will be hitting the live servers with her first skin being a PSYOP skin, which I really like because it fully changes her color scheme and makes her look less bilgewater and more futuristic. Now let's move on to the balance changes coming to us in 10.19, starting with the top lane. The first and only change to the top lane is Irelia. She'll be getting a buff to her R. The barrage portion of her R will now hit 125 to 375, up from 125 to 325 as well as the perimeter damage went up to 125 to 375, up from 125 to 275. 
This will greatly impact Irelia's damage output in teamfights, and now the choice between turning and fighting or attempting to disengage when her ult is thrown down will be harder, as walking through that perimeter will now have a much higher kill potential. Now let's move on to the jungle. Udyr's first on the buff list. His R, Phoenix Stance, will be buffed, dealing 50 to 325 plus 70% AP, up from 50 to 275 plus 60% AP. I wish this buff meant more than it does. Udyr doesn't max this first, and often this ability is last on his list of abilities to max, unless you're kinda trolling. I expect his win rate to stay the same this patch. The second and last buff for the jungle champions is to Ivern. Ivern's always been one of my sleeper picks to watch, and this buff could put him into a power position moving into this patch. His E is receiving a buff. The slow, when detonated, is going from 40-60%, to 60%, up to 50-70% to 70% at max rank. If I were you, I'd watch out for Ivern this patch. I think he's a great pick for late game team comps, who just want another versatile support to protect their ADC or high damage mid laner. He has some of the best setup for ganks and is one of the best champions for counter jungling. With the CC added to his most used ability, you could see his win rate spike this patch. Continuing on to mid lane. First on the list is Ari. Riot is calling this buff a follow-up buff to round out the mini rework they gave her last patch. Ari's W will have its cooldown changed from 10 seconds to 6 seconds to 9.5 seconds at all ranks, and the mana cost lowered from 55 to 40. I think this will help Ari a lot in the mid game. Now she can spam this ability a bit more due to the lower cooldown and mana cost. And in mid game, you no longer have to choose between maxing W or E. Since W now has flat scaling, you can max it last. Moving on, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite chain swinging mage killer, Silas. His R will be getting buffed this patch. Its cooldown will be lowered from 100 seconds to 60 seconds, down to 100 seconds to 40 seconds at max rank. Now fighting around his alt cooldown will be even harder to do, since he's getting 20 seconds shaved off at that max rank. If you don't like playing against him before this patch, you'll hate it now. Now let's talk nerfs for mid lane. Azir has been absolutely tearing it up in professional play, and ahead of world's play-ins, Riot has decided to tone him down a bit. His W passive attack speed will be lowered from 20% to 60%, down to 10% to 50%. Though I don't want to preemptively call this a huge nerf, any bonus attack speed the Emperor Shurima could get helps his massive DPS late game. I don't think he's fallen out of favor with pro players, but don't expect to see him locked in as often. Next is Twisted Fate. He's getting a really small nerf this patch, in that his base movement speed is going down from 335 to 330. All I'm going to say about this nerf is there's no reason to stop playing him if you like him, or you want to improve on your macro play. I think Akali has been pretty beaten down by Riot, but they still think she's too strong. Her Q is getting a nerf this patch. The damage is going down from 30 to 130, down to 25 to 125. I think this will hurt Akali's ability to push lane and then roam to a side lane. And if I were you, I'd stay away from Akali for the foreseeable future. Now let's end off the 10.19 balance changes with some talk on ADCs. First, let's talk about Vayne. She's getting a buff this patch. The AD that she gains while in R is going up from 25 to 55 to 35 to 65. I think the Vayne is a really powerful pick when she's in a solid state in the meta. When she's weak, she's one of the worst champs to play. This will help her carve out her own spot in the bot lane meta, and I would expect to see her more. The other two buffs to ADCs are smaller ones, but we'll go over them quickly. 
Sivir is getting a small buff to her passive movement speed. It's going up from 30 to 50 to 35 to 55. We all know Sivir loves to pop R and then just run people down, but if this buff helps her win rate, I can't really say. We'll have to come back to this next patch and see if she finds a new favor in the meta. Last for the buffs is everyone's favorite 5-gun ADC, Aphilios. His AD per level is going from 2 per level to 2.4 per level. What this buff means is that he's going to be getting 7.2 more AD when he hits level 18. This means that when he hits level 18, he'll be getting just under a longsword's worth of value, which means I don't think this is a huge buff. I think we can shrug this one off. Now let's talk nerfs. Sen is first on the list. She has just been way too strong in both solo queue and professional play, and Riot has come after her hard with this nerf. Her missed Wraith spawn chance has been halved from 8.3% down to 4.1%. This means that she'll now have to scale a lot slower, and unless she's always trading in lane, her passive will stack slower than it used to. Next is Caitlyn. She's getting a two-part change. First, her base AD is going down from 64 to 62, but to compensate this nerf, Riot is giving her more damage to her headshot, buffing it from 40 to 240 up to 60 to 240. So her consistent damage is going down a bit, but her headshot damage will be increased early. Last on the ADC nerfs is Lucian. It's a small one. His AD per level is going down from 2.75 down to 2.3. Lucian has a lot of kill pressure early, so a nerf to his scaling won't hurt too much. I see this as a net zero change to his ability to win games. That wraps up all the changes to champions. Now moving on, we'll go over the new skins coming in patch 10.19. First, we're getting the second wave of skins for the PSYOP event that's currently live. Kale, Pike, Victor, and Zed will all be getting new skins priced at $13.50 apiece. This year's championship skin will be going to LeBlanc, and honestly it looks like a mix between Program and Ravenborn that she already has. Lastly is a Prestige skin. This one feels a little bit out of left field for me. It's Yasuo's true damage skin, and the reason it feels a little lackluster to me is the skin came out almost a year ago, and it wasn't a huge seller for them then, but despite all this, you can still get the new skin for 100 prestige points in your shop. Time for us to get into a tier list for this patch. First, the top lane. I think the two best top lane champions to play right now are Maokai and Darius, both for their easy playstyles and dominant lane phase, plus their teamfighting ability. You want some carry through top potential? These are your guys. Other notable top lane picks are Fiora, Camille, and Shen for their ability to split push and then force the enemy team into losing fights or to surrender objectives in turrets and dragons. Next, let's head into the jungle. The two best junglers are all about putting the game on their backs and dragging their team to victory, but they do it in very different ways. Karthus scales hard into the late game and has massive AoE damage to swing almost any fight in his favor. Nunu is the opposite. He has damage for sure, but his real strength relies in his objective control and ganking power. He can take objectives better than any jungler and will give his team huge leads early. Besides those two, other junglers to note are Elise, Hecarim, and Kane. They're all strong picks in their own right. Lock any of these guys in to give yourself the edge in your ranked games. Next, let's talk about mid lane. This lane has been absolutely dominated by AD Assassin champions, and this patch I don't see that changing. Zed, Yon, and Talon are all tearing up mid lane right now with a huge damage and roaming potential. 
If you don't want to get 100 to 0, then ward up and play safe. Other mid champions to watch right now would be your AP assassins in Cassadin and Fizz. Here's why. Fizz has a great matchup into AD assassins, and Cassadin is one of the best picks into AP opponents. They're great counter picks to have in your back pocket, so get some practice in on them. ADC is next on our list. It's hard to ignore the dominance that Senna and Caitlyn have in the bot lane right now. Their huge range and scaling potential mean they'll always be in the back line threatening a team fight. If they're played right, they can engage too. Senna's shadow and Caitlyn's traps have a lot of pick potential, so watch out for these two. Other ADCs to watch right now are MF and Ash. Both have great damage output and can stay relatively safe with some self-peel and a little bit of help from their supports. With these two, positioning is key, so don't go down before the team fight starts. Last on our tier list is support. I'm going to break this one into two parts. Right now, there are two great tank engage champions and two great enchanter supports. Blitzcrank and Leona are the must lock-in champions if your team needs a little extra beef. Lux and Leona, on the other hand, specialize in peeling and keeping their carry alive. All are good picks for sure, as long as you lock them in in the right team composition. Now, it wouldn't be a tier list without another segment of Picket or Ban It. In our first segment of Picket or Ban It, we gave shoutouts to Lux, Cassiopeia, Annie, Elise, and Maokai. And now many of those champions have climbed into dominant roles in the meta. So let's give you guys the next set to help you guys get the edge in your rank games. Starting with support. This pick may surprise some of you, but this warrior from Targon is tearing it up in support right now. Pantheon has risen to a prominent role recently as a great engaged support who can lock down targets and then shrug off damage with ease. With a near global ultimate, he's never out of the fight either. So if you want to mix it up with a great pocket pick, look no further than Pantheon support. ADC is next on our list. In a meta dominated by long-range champs, why not pop R and just snipe them down? Our Picketer Bandit champ for this patch is Jin. He has a massive amount of damage and range to match the meta, and with CC in his W and ultimate, he can provide long-range aid in any teamfight. And if you're squishy, he'll 4th auto you for 75% of your health. So if you have a band to spare, maybe throw it his way. Mid lane is our next stop. Despite his nerfs in patch 10.18, Galio is the perfect pick into an AD Assassin meta. Yes, his damage and wave clear were nerfed, but despite that, Galio still sits at 52% win rate, and with an AoE taunt, he's hard to ignore. Lock him in to catch the Assassin out when they thought it was their time for perfect engages. His taunt will make picking them out easy. And let's not forget the other CC loaded abilities he has in his kit, his knockup and near global ultimate. Need I say more? Junglers, love him or hate him, you just can't stop the pony. Hecarim has been a pretty great pick in the last couple patches, and that is true for this patch too. He is great in nearly all aspects of the game. Dueling, he takes Conquer and wins. Teamfights, he goes E into R and wins. Ganking, he pops E, runs you down, and wins. He has a bit of a learning curve for sure, but get the hang of him and you'll be chasing your LP down, no problem. Lastly is top lane. She is small but mighty. Don't estimate her or you'll find yourself tasting purple. That's right, it's Lulu. No, she isn't going attack speed or anything crazy. She's the new Soraka. She takes DP, builds support items in lane, and waits for the mid game to roll around to give her ADC another support to help them stay alive. 
She doesn't have any kill pressure or anything, so try to fight her frequently so that she can miss farm and neutralize her as much as possible. That's it for updates, nerfs, and buffs. We're going to quickly go over some league news and then wrap up the episode. First, Worlds is now upon us. And looking into the teams, one thing sticks out to me. I don't think Damwong has an equal. They have just way too much talent on that roster and a super deep champion pool across all roles. Plus, it's hard to bet against Showmaker. My pick is Damwong steamrolls the rest of the teams at Worlds and takes home their first title. Next, we got the news that Riot will be removing clubs from the game. They say that for a few reasons, they don't see a place in this unique social feature anymore. Instead, Riot will be turning their focus on fixing their client, punishing game-ruining behavior, and other smaller things that they want to improve on in the future. Lastly, for the news of the week, Riot is now given a little bit more information on the new champion coming after Samira. Her name is Seraphine, and it looks like she's going to be an enchanter support. Hopefully, I'll have more news to give you in the next episode of Project League. Well, that's all for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to leave a review. I'm always looking for ways to buff the podcast. If you want to reach out to me personally, head over to our socials. And while you're there, give us a like and follow. I'd love to hear from everyone to see how we can make this the best podcast for all things League of Legends. Anyway, good luck on the rift this patch. Later.